0: Welcome to Collaboration RA.
1: This podcast is dedicated to our profession, allowing us to share who we are, what we bring to the field of radiology, and how we care for the patients we serve.
0: We look forward to hearing from you. Find us on our website at www.collaborationra.com.
1: We appreciate you listening and we're glad you're here. Now let's collaborate.
0: Welcome to this episode of Collaboration RA. Today, we're joined with Cassidy, a fellow RT working out of Missouri, and Reese Burgoon, who is also the fellow co-host. Say hello, Reese. Hello. There we go. There's an excited voice I love to hear. And Cassidy, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
0: Not bad. Can't complain. I think I say that every episode. <laughs> Okay, Cassidy, go on ahead and share a little bit about yourself with us. Kind of explain who you are and how you ended up in radiology.
2: Well, I am an x-ray tech here in mid-Missouri. I work at a level one trauma hospital. I've been at the hospital I work at for three years now. Worked there right out of college. I first got into the field of radiology as a kid, actually. I was a huge klutz and kind of like chronically ill. So I spent a lot of time getting x-rays and CTs myself and just kind of decided to stick with it.
1: That's great because I did the same thing. I spent most of my childhood in the ER myself. So.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I had a a room. (laughs) They took the room number off and they just put my name on there instead. (laughs) I understand that
0: you and Reese worked together. Can you explain how it was like working with Reese?
2: Reese was a coworker of mine for two, two and a half years up until the last eight months, six months. Reese was great to work with, a great personality, became one of my really good friends. I babysat his kids, love his wife, but he was also the, one of the first RAs that I ever got to work with. I had no idea that that job title even existed before I had met him, So, which kind of just gave a lot of insight into this field that I was in and then kind of also gave me some new ideas for how I wanted to further my own career.
1: I've heard that a lot not only from x-ray techs that I've worked with, but x-ray techs that have heard about the podcast as well, is they've never seen an RA, quote, out in the wild. And <laughs> and I don't think there's a whole lot of technologists that are learning that in their training as well in their school. And so it's great that we're seeing x-ray students come in. They're seeing RAs work and they're like, hey, that's really cool. I like that. That's how I got involved. And so it's really nice to see these fresh techs hitting the floor and realizing, hey, these are RAs. Here's what they're here to do. And this is this is awesome. These, are, these people are great. They benefit the department. And I want to see more of that.
0: So Cassidy, kind of explain your day-to-day, what you do at the hospital that you're currently working at.
2: My hospital, it's a little bit hectic each day. Um, there's you know eight or nine different places that you could actually be within the day. You might be in the ER. You might be in the OR. You might be doing the portables for inpatients. Or you might be doing fluoro all day. And it just kind of depends on the day and then obviously the location that you're at for that particular day, how your workflow is going to go. With it being a level one trauma hospital, it's definitely a very busy area across the field. When did you start
0: the program for the RT profession?
2: I started back in 2015, technically. I went to Mizzou did my two years of undergrad, and then applied for the program in 2017, and then graduated in 2019. So you already have your bachelor's?
0: Yes. You think you'll advance into the RA role
2: model, or do you have a different route that you want to take? That is definitely the front runner for where ultimately I want to end up. When I first graduated, I actually wanted to go into interventional radiology and work there for a long time. But kind of in the last three years, my decision has changed a little bit. And a lot of that just has been because of my opportunity to work with Reese and the other RA that we have at the hospital, being able to realize that there's so much more than just the normal, you know, CT, MRI, IR kind of routes that we we think of. So X-ray is definitely just a stepping stone. And I think the RA route is definitely the ultimate end goal.
1: What specifically was it about the RA that drew you in? I know you said watching me and my associate work alongside both with interventional and with diagnostic radiology. What was it that drew you to that route?
2: I feel like the RA route is sort of like the best of both worlds, where, you know, you have the ability to kind of step forward and look at your patient and the orders that have been placed and decide, is this the accurate route of care that I want to take? But you also get to go and interact with your patients and you get to be hands-on and you get to, you know, Have that personal level. How do you feel in working with two of the RAs,
0: and then also there's an RA student there with you as well too. How do you see bridging the gap? What would your definition of it look like?
2: I think the the RA kind of brings in just that communication level, where we'll have days where you know our RAs might be out for the week, and we're working with the residents or the radiologists themselves, and The comfortability isn't the same because we're used to working with our RAs day in and day out. I feel like the RAs are back with us, interacting with us as well a lot more, and they're able to communicate and explain to us why we're doing things, what we're going to need, what they expect from us. Whereas when we're working specifically with the residents or the attendings for a day, a lot of times we don't see them aside from stepping in to perform the exam and then back to the reading room. So having the RA is just nice because you have that like that middle ground that's kind of closed. So it's like a closed loop communication almost. So Cassidy, whenever you went through the RT program, I don't know
0: if you guys are aware, but we actually have a lot of RT students who have been listening. Kind of give your perspective on some of your struggles as an RT student and how you've overcome them now as a technologist.
2: I would say one of my biggest struggles as a student was going into my clinical sites and just being comfortable interacting with my patients. There was sort of like a speed bump you have to get over with communicating with your patients in a way that they understand and doing it in a quick way. Well, you know what I did?
0: Y'all are going to think I'm weird. Every morning when I wake up and I'm on my way to work, I actually... Go over the conversations in my head that I kind of plan on having with patients, especially if I know what is up for the day. How am I going to convey to them the correct words so that I don't fumble during my explanations to them over the procedures that are going to have done? And what that does is it actually builds confidence. So I know whenever I go in and I talk to this patient, I'm prepared. I'm prepared to answer their questions. I'm prepared to step forward to meet the radiologist's demands, to meet the technologist demands. And so I've pre-prepared myself for the day with the assumption that I'm going to be successful. And I think as students, it's scary. It's scary to go and do something to a patient. And there's always this healthy fear that you even carry over as a technologist because you don't want to do any harm to a patient. Um, And so I find that talking to myself on a regular basis builds my confidence.
1: She talks to herself a lot. I
0: do, (laughs) not afraid to admit it.
1: I I feel I know where Cassie's coming from because you have to meet the patient on their level.
0: So Cassidy, what advice do you have to students who
2: are either currently starting out in the program or about to finish? When I was finishing the program and I was applying for jobs and taking the registry, I was so concerned that if I didn't do everything by the book with the exact angle that I would get in trouble at work, I'd get fired no place would want to hire me. And now three years in, I have students come in for clinicals and they'll ask me, you know, what's the angle on an inlet outlet or what does, you know, the KV and the mass need to be for this exam. As you grow in your career and as you become more and more comfortable as the tech, you learn things that work best for you. And As horrible as it is when you're trying to prepare for the registry, you know so much more than you realize. And when you're thrown in on your own and you're a full-fledged tech and you're responsible for yourself, you pick up on the ability to do your job so much easier than you would ever realize. And you just learn that this is the anatomy I'm looking at. This is what it needs to look like in this image. The most important thing is just getting out of your own head and learning that you're capable of doing this. And that everyone is going to do it completely different.
0: So I do agree with you that clinically you learn a lot, but I think that's where the students get to learn from us. And so I think there's a big difference between what the books teach and what actually is.
1: I agree. I had many technologists train me when I was an x-ray student long ago. And I was like, that's not what I was taught. And they're like, throw the book out the window. This is the real world. This is what we do and here's tips here's tricks and you take these and you look at them like tools and you add them to your toolbox and so later on when you start your career in radiology you can remember oh i have this tool that i that i have tucked away let me try that out you know it's it becomes comes uh, useful that's that is experience that's what it's called it's, you, you gain this experience and you utilize it and hopefully you share that experience with the generations to come. So Cassidy, I know that you and I worked through the thick of COVID. We did. I I know you went through more working up on the floor, pushing portables, taking in patients from the ER. Do you feel that the x-ray techs are respected healthcare professionals?
2: I think in certain situations, yes. Going back to COVID, that was probably in the last three years one of the times where I felt the least respected. Some of that to no one's fault because it was just such an unprecedented time and everyone was afraid and, you know, emotions were running wild. At the beginning of COVID, when one of the first line of defense was a chest x-ray, before a CT scan, before any other imaging was done, it was, let's get a chest x-ray. And I remember one of my old coworkers and I going to an N95 fitting that they had, and we were told that we didn't qualify to be fitted and we were sort of just stunned like why not why don't we get this protective equipment that we need when we're going face to face with these patients that are testing positive we were just so shocked because even after that it was still every patient that came in questionably testing for covid got a chest x-ray and then up in the icus after they were admitted they were getting every every single morning a morning chest x-ray. And then multiple times throughout the day, if a line was placed, if their ET tube was repositioned, if a core pack was placed, they were getting x-rays for all these things. But then we have times, you know, when trauma situations come in and I have some of our attending trauma doctors who will push and shove nurses out of the way in order to get us in there. And they will scream across the trauma bays, let x-ray through, let x-ray through, x-ray needs to get in. So in some ways, I know that there are people in every hospital, every healthcare setting that do appreciate and do understand the, the importance of our role. So Cassidy, moving forward, how would you like to see the RT profession progress? Honestly, I would love the knowledge to be what progresses the most. I would like the rest of the hospital to have more of like a radiation understanding. And then the progression of the RA, what would you like to see happen with it? I would just love to see that field grow. There's plenty of other techs that I went to school with or have just met throughout the years. And if I mention working with an RA, they question what is the job. So I would really love also the knowledge of the field itself to grow, but just the availability and the, you know, job positioning to to grow so that it becomes much more regular and understood. So yeah, I would just love the career itself to just be readily more available.
1: Did the RA role itself add value to the radiology department or did it not?
2: Absolutely did. Really we could tell the difference in the the functioning abilities of the department on the weeks that we had you there and the weeks that we didn't. We lose that communication when you're gone. We lose that ease when we when we were working with you. You know, you would come back, you would communicate, you'd say, These are our patients for the day. This is what I expect. So just having that communication value was unbelievably important to us and we we definitely lost that when you weren't there the residents while they're in the reading room they've got other responsibilities we like that sort of your sole focus was us for the for that time we didn't have to worry about interrupting you or finding you so it was just nice to have somebody sort of on our side when we did have you how do you feel the starting out as
0: an RT first and advancing into the RA, how do you feel that benefits the departments and the radiologist?
2: That's honestly one of my favorite things about an RA is that you have that RT background. That's one of sort of the other really just beneficial things about, having, about working with them and having them there. You have such a great ability to communicate with the patients and that sort of like social aspect of it. That I think being an RT first, because you spend every day hands-on with the patient, you sort of just carry that through. Um, But yeah, so just having that, that social aspect, it makes working with them so much more comfortable. And you can tell that our patients are a lot more comfortable working with someone who's able to communicate so well with them.
0: Are you able to explain some of the relationships that you see the RAs having with the residents? Are there some that are hesitant to work with the RAs? Or kind of whenever you see them collaborating together, how do you feel the two coexist?
2: I think that our residents actually really do appreciate working with the RAs. They get to see more of that hands-on how to interact with the patients, and they kind of see it just through another you know, vantage point. So I definitely think that our residents really do appreciate having that RA to go to. But I have also seen with every setting, no matter where you work, you'll have issues with this. But I have seen some residents sort of brush the RAs off. I think a lot of times, and especially
0: with residents and things like that, the more you develop in your education, you forget that these other individuals, anybody, has something to offer if you're just willing to listen. And I think a lot of times in medicine, it's easy to forget listening, but at least hear the other person out because it may be an idea worth listening to. There's always growth and development, but when you close your mind off, you miss that aspect and you also miss potentially Helping a patient in the future. So, you really have to have that open mind in medicine. It doesn't mean you have to do it, but respecting and listening to other people's ideas or thoughts, it really can progress who you are.
1: Oh, 100%. I've learned so much.
0: I think it's really important to touch your patient. And I think so many people, like you were talking earlier, Cassidy, so many people have this fear of what they can and can't do. And I think physically touching your patient. Um, in the appropriate manners as they relate to the procedure is huge. One, it minimizes any type of misdiagnosis. It minimizes any type of abnormalities that could be normal for that patient. It also allows you to be able to know what to expect. Where do I position? How do I center? Really important. That's what we are in radiology. And that's the basis of our education and our fundamentals is to touch that patient's center and get the correct image the first time
2: around. That is one thing that was huge for me as a student, going back to what have you progressed on from being a student to now. When I was a student, I remember always being so afraid to, to touch my patients, whether it was to grab their shoulders to rotate them for a chest x-ray or to palpate the crest. So that was definitely like a moment of growth.
1: I, I think there's a male-female aspect to it as well, because there's been many times I'm doing an upper GI series on a patient who's had a ruined y gastric bypass. And whenever I'm specifically looking for a leak, I'm very adamant to obtain AP bilateral obliques, a a true lateral image. A lot of times, whenever I'm shooting the RPO position, that breast tissue on a larger breasted female patient occludes or superimposes the anatomy of interest in order to get a better shot for the radiologist. I will ask her, I was like, ma'am, do you mind lifting up your left breast with your left hand and just holding up for a few moments while I take a few more pictures? If you're professional about it, they're usually, they're like, oh yeah, absolutely, whatever you need. And generally, you get a lot better image just by doing that little maneuver. From from a male perspective, I can't just reach over and do that. Yeah, I agree. Castie. we both appreciate you coming on and talking with us, mm-hmm. visiting with us, chatting with us. We've asked a lot of you. But is there anything else you would like to say or anything else you would like to ask of us or ask of our listeners?
2: I would like to ask you guys to continue to make this podcast, your listeners to continue to listen and share, because I genuinely think that this podcast is going to do great things. I think that it's going to bring a lot of insight into the world of radiology, specifically to the RA career path. And as someone who's wanting to go into that career choice, um, I want to see that become a more widely known field and a more respected field as well. I like that. Me too.
1: I have two things to ask of Cassidy. Yes. I'm going to ask one, but I don't want you to answer yet. I want you to think about it.
2: Hey, It's <sighs> slightly terrifying.
1: The first thing is, I want you to think about something that you and I have both experienced in the hospital setting.
2: Oh, goodness.
1: Together. I, w- I want you to think of a story that you and I went through together and it can be whatever you want. I know we've been through a lot. Now, while you're thinking of that, I'm going to tell a story about you.
2: Oh, goodness. Okay.
1: (laughs) It was almost a point of pride for me that I have been anywhere and done anything in the world of radiology during my training over the last 10 years. Cassidy was one to find a void in that experience. Where I had trained at and where I had worked at, I had never had the opportunity to work in work radiology in the morgue setting.
0: (laughs) I know where this is going. I've never done this either. Wow.
1: And at the institution where Cassie and I worked at, their morgue was in-house. (laughs) It came to knowledge that I have never worked in the morgue setting. And she got all excited and all giddy. And to preface,
2: the morgue is one of my favorite things that I get to do at this hospital. Well,
1: Cassidy found out about it one day, and she swore up and down, next case we get called to. She goes, I'm taking Reese. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sure enough, Cassidy got word that there was another morgue case needing to be done. She came and grabbed me by the hand, and we marched a portable down to the morgue, and she walked me through my first Deceased radiology study.
2: I'm pretty and sure I, it was a skull as well.
1: It was a skull. I will never forget that for as long as I live. I don't think I will ever have that opportunity again. I don't think I'll ever be put in that situation again. But it's something like I can add to my my list and be like, yeah, okay, I've done that. Although limited as it might be, I can I can still say I've done it. So that's, that's, my, that's my one story that I wanted to share about Cassidy.
2: That was honestly one of my favorite trips as well.
1: Cassidy, any, any stories you'd like to share?
2: To tag on to the one thing that will always stick with me. And I, it sticks with me so well because every time I do a BE, I say this exact sentence in my head, always use as much lubricant as you would want used on you. And now every time I do a BE, these words cross my head and I open up another lube packet. You know, to kind of touch up on that, I think it is really,
0: it is really uncomfortable to have a BE done. Anything that's going somewhere where you're nervous and things are a little bit more tense. We do our best, at least on the RT and RA side of things, to let them know what to expect. We're very encouraging in times that they're uncomfortable in explaining what we're doing and and kind of where we're at in the exam. Do you need a minute? Because we have that extra minute to give them. Do you want to just stop for a second, catch your breath, and move forward And we get thanked quite often after doing BEs or exams that are really uncomfortable for the patient because we were able to make it comfortable for them.
1: Yeah, I remember one time that uh, I actually had a patient. uh, After it was all said and done, we had completed the enema, everything was finished. He had gotten dressed, he was walking out the door. He actually turned around to me, looked me in the eye and stuck out his hand. We actually shook hands. He he was very glad and expressed his delight in how short and sweet the procedure was.
0: And if you can imagine that is very, how would you say it? You're kind of putting yourself out there in the open as a patient and you're already uncomfortable. And now you're laying on this examination table exposed in probably the most uncomfortable of circumstances. And so to feel comfortable with somebody afterwards enough that you shake their hand, that says a lot about the patient care that's given.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if anyone here has been listening to the catheter jockeys. There's some great content coming from those fellows over there at the, uh, the other podcast. There's some great content, great material, really nice guys. They have a lot to say. Please, if you haven't already, please give the catheter jockeys a listen. And I think there's been a lot of people listening to them already. I know I have. I listened to everything they've put out so far. I've been anxiously waiting for the next episode. Hint, hint, wink, wink.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I also appreciate our listeners. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing with your friends and family. And we hope you continue to do so. We hope that this is something you want to continue. We are just doing this out of the kindness of our hearts. The the love that we have for the radiology field. And we would love for you to join us. Marceline. Yes. Is there anything else you want to say?
0: We got a couple of episodes that are coming up that are going to be really exciting. You know, I loved visiting with Cassidy. You're really easy to visit with, even though I've never met you. I've definitely enjoyed visiting with you. And I think that you bring a different perspective. And hopefully one day we'll get to have you on with your RA perspective as well, too. I would love it. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Collaboration RA. We appreciate you listening. And we're glad you're here. Please join us on the next episode. We'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Collaboration RA. Remember to find us on our website at www.collaborationra.com. There you'll find our social media accounts. Give us a like and give us a share. We look forward to your support and thank you for tuning in.